Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Selling the Invisible. How to sell services. Hey, I'm Donnie Bovine, the CEO and founder of Success Champions Networking and author of Endless Stream of Referrals. This is Growth Mode, a sales and business development podcast all centered around how do you actually get good at sales. Hanging out with me as always is Kevin Snow, the sales and automation tactician and genius. Stick around as we talk about how do you sell services. Man, selling services. Uh, actually, you know, that's all I've ever sold. I've never actually sold a product, if you will. So, I mean, I sold HVAC, I sold commercial printing, sold franchises, you know, I sold um, uh, sales training, you know. So everything I did was more of a service where I know you've actually sold some some products along the way, but you've primarily been in service games. I've yeah, I've primarily been in the service uh, the service world as well. I kind of had one that was more of a hybrid when I was doing the uh, Nextel uh, right. wireless phone thing, but I had way more success when I was selling that when I sold it as a service than when I was just selling the product of hey the, let me sell you a phone. So I actually think selling services is way easier than selling a product. You know, I don't know. Um, uh, I've always debated that over the years. Um, with with a product, at least, people tend to be looking for that product. I think with a service, people don't always know they need that service. And I'll speak specifically towards sales training. Nobody ever knocked on my door and said, would you train my salespeople? <laughs> you know, that, that was never a thing. Commercial printing, you know, everybody, all corporations need some sort of printing. So that became a very tough commoditized type sale. Yep. So, you know, it was a commodity that we had to stack up against. And in, in that particular sale, there was no differentiator. Every one of us had the same printers, the same equipment, the same paper stock, the same inks, you know, the same scope, the same delivery time. There was really nothing that set you apart from the converse, you know, the competition, you had to legitimately, legitimately, legitimately go in and actively sell 
to be able to get your products and services in there. You know, um, so I, even though I never sold a product, I kind of like the idea of, you know, the Girl Scout cookies. Want a cookie? Here, buy it. I mean, for me, that would be a pretty freaking easy sell. <laughs> um, but but selling selling air sometimes is is a little bit tougher thing to do because with a product, you get to touch it, feel it, hold it, you know, with a service. I mean, like you're selling now, you know, selling, you know, sales process automation, the technology behind sales. When you're selling that, you know, people can't always, I mean, you do a great job of showing visuals and things of what you can do, but they don't always get to see what you do until they're engaged with you and go through the process. Same thing with me selling consulting services. Um, the networking and everything, you know, you're kind of selling the error of expectation and what that you would, will deliver. And that makes it a little bit more unique to sell. Well, and I think though, that <laughs> when you're selling a service, you are able to find ways to differentiate yourself more than when you're selling the product. When, yes. So, and that's why I think it's easier because you can actually figure out, all right, so how, how do I approach this client? Well, you know, what am I going to sell them that I didn't sell the last person? Because I can, you know, you're looking for that solution. It's much more of a solution-based sales process, which is what I liked. Uh, because you got to go in and figure stuff out. It's like, all right, so here's the issue. How do we fix it? How do we apply our, our capabilities to the problem to make them have a better outcome whereas the product is like all right we this one has a ford mustang and this dealership has a ford mustang you know same car and it's literally you know it's i think that's harder to sell because now you get down to price as being the focus yeah and anytime you you get to a point where you are at price um you're gonna lose because competing on price is a surefire way it's just a race to the bottom you know, so so um, I, I had to learn the hard way in commercial printing because often the way to get into commercial printing clients was you take a couple of lost leaders early on, which means you basically give away some business in hopes that you're going to earn more business because you get in bed with them and you start doing uh, business together. So um, you can't go in and lead with price. I mean, I, I've had some of the biggest deals we ever did, like Mary Kay Corporate, when we closed that deal, um, we went in and we lost our shirts on the original price we started doing things for. But the but the back end, how much business we ended up doing with them, you know, the upwards of $50,000 we lost early on was nothing compared to the $2 million worth of business we were doing a year with them, you know, you know, later as yeah. we got into there, you know, so I, I think what people need to wrap their heads around when it comes to selling a service is one, there is a huge trust factor at play. You know, when you sit across from somebody, they actually got to trust that you're the guy, you're the gal that can deliver the product and service. And the only way to truly find and establish trust with somebody, especially on an initial sales call or, or subsequent sales calls, is you got to connect with that motherfucker and talk to them how they want to be talked to. Like if I'm trying to sell Kevin and if I don't freaking slow down and give him more details and dive into his world a little bit, uh, he's going to look at me as a jackass and never make a buy. Yep. Yeah. I, you, if you want to sell me, you got to be able to answer the why questions. 
Yep. Otherwise, I'm not going to trust that you actually know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I I think the beginning portion of that meeting, you got to understand who the fuck you're sitting across from. Right. You've really got to identify that individual and I identify their buying style. How do they actually make purchase decisions? And, you know, it's a great question to ask them um, close to the beginning of that conversation is, hey, when you make a purchase of this size, of this type of service, of this type of thing, what's the process you typically could go through to make that purchasing decision? And you'll tell a lot about the person. Uh, somebody will, you know, one person making the buying decision may say something along the lines of, look, we don't do fucking business with anybody unless, you know, we've tried them, sampled a little bit of them and they've been around for a while. You know, others were like, look, we're never going to outsource unless somebody else drops the ball, you know, um, or they're going to be like, look, we're just looking for the cheapest price, you know? So you're going to learn a lot in that process and asking those questions. So it's, it's about identifying who they are, who you're sitting across from, and then start delivering things in the way they want it to be delivered by. I think it's also important for when you're doing the the service sales to ask better questions. You can't just pitch the product or the service like you did to the last person you sat in front of. You need to dig deeper and you need to understand how they're similar to previous clients, but you also need to understand their specific differentiators as a client and be able to talk to them. And be able to point out, hey, here's how you're similar to a lot of other people and here's what we did. But here's where you're different and here's how we can specifically help you and be able to point that out. Because that's going to go a long ways with that trust that you were just talking about because they're like, all right, so they actually get me. They're listening to what I say and they understand where my pain is and what I'm trying to accomplish and how – because everyone thinks they're different even if they're not. So – being able to present, hey, here's how you're different from anyone else, and here's what we can do specifically for you is going to make them think, oh, they get me, and they're listening, and they understand how I am not like every other HVAC company out there when actually they are. Right, absolutely, and I, I think the more you can provide value, I mean, there's some great training programs out there, Sandler training, spin selling, you know, uh, uh, shit, I can't remember the other one where they, you beat the shit out of them. Challenger sale. Oh, Challenger. <laughs> where you beat the shit out of them until they give up. You know, I mean, those those all work, but it comes down to at the end of the day is you've got to be the guy and gal they can rely on to get shit done. You know, so when when you think about it, you know, they, they've got to know that when, because every time those people place an order with your company, they're putting their brand, they're putting their their time, they're putting um, their their energy and effort into making sure they don't lose their job by giving you this business. So you've got to make sure that you are are doing exactly what you're saying you're going to do. And and early on in that relationship, you need to get consistent in showing the fuck up. So set meetings, come back and visit them. You know, uh, be around on a regular basis because I know selling commercial printing, oftentimes I got freaking new clients because I was the dude that just kept showing the fuck up. And, you know, sometimes uh, their current printer couldn't get to the work because they were backed up or their printer screwed up a job. What am I, I got Hawk Electronics on the day. I just happened to walk into Hawk Electronics on a day that their printer completely blew up a fucking job. And the guy who did all their print buying, 
um, as he, the receptionist called him and says, hey, I've got a, a guy who works for a printing company here. What can I talk to you? And the guy, I could hear the guy and he goes, printing? Send his ass back. <laughs> so <laughs> I walk back there and the guy goes, goes, you do printing? I'm like, yes. He goes, can you do this? I go, yes. He goes, get it done. I'm like, would you like a quote? Get it done. I need it done. How fast can you move it? And come to find out the other company had completely just botched it, blew it all to hell. So we went, took it back. We ended up doing the job. Uh, I know he didn't pay full price. I actually gave him a discount um, to get it done. But we turned that in like 24 hours back to him. We pushed it, you know, and that was almost a million dollar account for me later on. You know, so sometimes it's just about showing the fuck up and being that person in the right place at the right time. Well, you got to be visible. That is a huge part of building trust, whether it's in sales or in networking or any part of life. If you're not around and people aren't seeing you, you they've, they don't think about you and you're not top of mind anymore. And you're, you know, it, once you're visible and everyone's seeing you, it's like, oh, there's that Donnie guy. There's that Kevin guy again. Now you can start working on the credibility piece and building up that trust where they now want to start working with you and not just where they're comfortable having you being around all the time. For sure. For sure. So I think the biggest takeaways in this one, guys, is one, you know, you got to figure out specifically who are you selling to? You know, you've got to figure out how do they buy and position yourself in that in that regard. You've got to establish trust early on. You've got to be consistent. You've got to show up. You got to be around um, when somebody else may drop the ball. And I think all all in, you've got to be able to deliver the goods and actually get them what they need to do because they are trusting you to deliver and what you say you can do. So as always, guys, if you got any value out of this episode, any tips, tricks, things that will be uh, beneficial to you, please make sure you're subscribed. If you're on YouTube, ring the bell. If you're on podcast, make sure you subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to the podcast and share this out with one person you think would find this of value. Love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.